It's science. What is going on, CrossFitters? This is Justin Romare, your host of CBG Radio. Here at Consistency Breeds Growth, we help CrossFitters perform, look, and feel more confident in their own skin without tracking macros. We have a special offer just for you. We can guarantee that you start to look and feel like a CrossFitter in four short weeks or your money back. Ditch the fad diets, quit tracking every gram of food, and let us help you get the results that you deserve without tracking macros. Enjoy the podcast. Science. What's up, team? Coach Justin here, the WAD nutritionist at Consistency Breeds Growth, otherwise known as known as CBG. And today I have a really special topic all around intermittent fasting for CrossFitters. Is it right? Is it wrong? What is intermittent fasting? What are the pros? What are the cons? And I'm going to chat about about that all all today, basically the next 30 minutes. I know this is a hot topic. People are still wondering about it. Intermittent fasting became popularized maybe uh, maybe about 10 years ago. And so I want to go over this because I think it's relevant to certain types of people and may be applicable to some, but not for most, right? I did a podcast probably a year ago really focusing on um really focusing on the top 10 diets ranked 10 being like the worst one being the best right and intermittent fasting was about in the middle so i don't want to bash intermittent fasting too much but i do want to make sure that we go over it and we go over it in a way that makes sense uh and that you guys can actually pull something from it right so i want to go through that uh, here at CBG, we help CrossFitters look, perform, and feel confident without tracking macros through losing body fat, building muscle, and in this particular case, and in this time of the year, crushing the open. That's what we want to do, right? So what is intermittent fasting, right? Intermittent fasting is an eating pattern where people limit the food consumption, right, uh, to certain hours of the day, right? So intermittent fasting, and a lot of people have this confused, intermittent fasting is not fasting the whole day. That's time-restricted feeding or 48 hours or 72 hours. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, right? So you uh, want to make sure that we get this, you know, correct, right? We want to make sure that we understand what intermittent fasting actually is, right? So that's what it is, right? It's an eating pattern where people limit the food consumption to certain hours of the day. There's a lot of different scenarios here. There's 20 hours fasted, four hours eating, right? There's 18 hours fasted, six hours eating. And then they have the most common, which is 16 hours fasted, eight hours eating, right? And typically what this looks like is you go to bed at eight o'clock, anywhere between eight to 10 at night, you fast throughout the night, of course, and then you basically fast through breakfast and then you eat around lunchtime, right? That gives you your 16, eight, 16 hours fasted, eight hours off, right? So um, the reason that this was developed and became popularized was for fat loss. That's why, for nothing else. So is it right for CrossFitters? Good question, right? If you're a CrossFitter trying to lose fat, maybe. And I'm going to go through some reasons why, maybe not, okay? Now, the reason that intermittent fasting is attractive is because you don't necessarily have to limit the food choices that you make to lose weight, and which I like. I like that because I don't like things like whole 30 and paleo and some of these other aspects, right. That really, um, unfortunately make you eliminate certain foods and then 
you when you go to include those foods again, you retrain your palate to enjoy those foods again, and then you overconsume them, right? So those diets we know don't work. So what are some things that do work, right? What are some things that we can implement that actually do work? So what we do is, and what we can incorporate in this particular scenario, right, is we need to make sure that this is right for us for a multitude of different reasons. So that's one of the pros, right? That you're not eliminating food. So if you're choosing between intermittent fasting and paleo, go with intermittent fasting, right? That's my personal belief. Some people might have uh, different opinions on that. You may be someone that enjoys kind of limiting those foods, uh, like through a paleo or whole 30, but it's usually not going to be sustainable, right? So for sustainability purposes, I'm going to recommend going with intermittent fasting and it's because, uh, you have the flexibility to choose the foods that you want. You just restrict the time in which you're eating those foods and the time you can eat food at all. Right. The second reason in pro, and this is the last pro, everything else is a con is busy schedules. People with busy schedules might find it more reasonable to get more work done, run their business. Some of I'm not talking about nine to five people. Look guys, you're not that busy. If you have a nine to five job, you have a kid, maybe two, maybe even three kids. Yeah, you're busy, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people that are running the show as a CEO, working on Wall Street. They have also kids at home. They run through, they're, they're traveling every other week. And it's very difficult for them to implement any sort of regimented, habitual based approach until they can actually sit down and develop those habits. Intermittent fasting can work for these people. I'm not talking about people that have a nine to five job. And look, everybody's got a nine to five job, guys. Everybody has a nine to five job. Everybody it has kids. Almost everybody has kids. Nine to five job. Everybody needs to go to their CrossFit box once, uh, one, you know, four to five times per week. Everybody does that. So you're not that busy. So that's not what I mean. I mean people that are busy. I'm talking about busy, right? Running organizations with also kids, also a fam, a wife, uh, all these sort of things, right? That's what I'm talking about. So if you're really busy, this may be an attractive option to you, right? So why isn't this good for CrossFitters? What are the cons, right? Now, the first is that uh, if you go back to our Protein 101 podcast for CrossFitters, you will see uh, how important protein is. It's very, very important. Very important, okay? So it's so important that I don't think intermittent fasting allows people to be and to get their, their protein quantities that are necessary. So as a CrossFitter, we talk about 0.7 to 1 gram per pound of body weight and protein, right? Tell me how you're going to get that amount of protein if you're literally not eating over half the day. It's hard enough for, for you guys to get your protein in when you're eating throughout the day. How are you going to get it when you only eat half the day? Come on, guys. Be real. It's going to be really hard to get in your protein quantity and hit your protein goals if you're fasting, right? As we know, protein is extraordinarily important for CrossFitters because of the muscle breakdown that um, we acquire over time in our wads. We need to build up and repair that muscle tissue that we're constantly breaking down so we can build muscle, so that we can stay healthy, so that the functionality we're using, right, and the mobility components of what we're using as CrossFitters is something that doesn't get us injured. This is very important. This is critical. So enough protein is an absolute necessity. 
and it needs to happen, right? So making sure you get enough protein throughout the day is usually not realistic for most people that are fasting. And that's why I don't like it. The second is we could easily get in the calories, but we could significantly undereat on micronutrients when we're fasting, right? So you could definitely get in the calorie requirements in eight hours or six hours. There are foods out there that uh, are 100 calories a bite. So it's not that hard. But uh, to get in the uh, micronutrient requirements is pretty difficult, right? Because micronutrients, right, are fruit and vegetables and good quality lean meats, good sources of carbohydrates like rice and potatoes and sweet potatoes and pasta, you know, all of this stuff, eggs, all of these great, great foods. And those foods are typically lower calorie, higher micro micronutrient dense, and therefore are not the foods of choice when people are fasting because they're just trying to get in their calorie requirements, right? So it's usually difficult for people to get enough potassium, sodium, magnesium, all the vitamin B12, B6, I mean, folate, you name it. There are so many foods that have plenty of these micronutrients and those foods, it's just too hard to get in enough of those foods throughout the day in just a single limited window, right? So that's why I typically don't recommend uh, fasting either is because you can you can overeat, but you'll undereat on micronutrients. You can overeat calories, undereat micronutrients, right? Um, the third thing is a lot of people have developed binge eating disorder and just simply overeating at night because they do intermittent fasting, right? So imagine this scenario. You are, you haven't eaten for, you're, you're, you're a Neanderthal, right? You haven't eaten five days. You're a caveman, Neanderthal, you're early human, whatever you want to call it, right? You haven't eaten for five days, right? Five days straight. And you're presented with the option of pizza or you're presented with the option of salad, chicken salad, let's call it. Which option do you think you're going to choose? You're going to choose the pizza. It's obvious. You haven't eaten five days, right? There are micro components of this in our decision making in subconscious when we don't eat enough throughout the day and therefore we choose the pizza. This happens to people that are intermittent fasting because they're under fueling basically the entire day. And then they're presented with the option of, Hey, you want this high calorie food or do you want this lower calorie food? And guess what? Almost every time they're choosing the higher calorie food. And therefore it's very easy to overeat on your calories while intermittent fasting based on the food choices that you're inherently making, right? So you have to be very conscious of this. And this is when people that quit intermittent fasting, this is what they do. They binge eat. They just have, they go, oh, intermittent fasting isn't for me anymore. I'm tired of not eating throughout the day. I'm going to get back to eating in the morning. And they start, oh, light breakfast, little salad for lunch. Guess what happens at night? Boom. Same thing. They're still binge eating like they were when they were intermittent fasting but they're also eating throughout the day and they're way over the calorie requirements that they need to lose the body fat, crush their wads and all of the other goals that they have for themselves. So quit intermittent fasting, quit binge eating, right? What happens with people that are overeating, binge eating is they don't eat enough throughout the day. They overeat at night 
and then the next morning they feel guilty, so they restrict again. And then they binge again at night. And then this cycle repeats itself. This is why it's called the binge eating cycle, right? It's uh, restrict, deprive, extreme hunger, overindulge, guilt, repeat, right? You just repeat this cycle. This is what's happening uh, for people that are binge eating. And I think intermittent fasting cultivates binge eating and overeating at night. So to quit doing this, you definitely don't want to transition to intermittent fasting. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? You're going to want to do the opposite. You're going to want to eat more during the day at breakfast, at lunch, a good filling pre-wad snack for that wad energy, right? Then at night, you're not going to feel as hungry. You're not going to eat and overconsume those higher calorie foods. So I would really recommend that if this is something you struggle with, you don't transition to intermittent fasting because you can easily overeat. Another example, I give this example all the time. It smacks people in the face. We burn 250 calories at our CrossFit box. That's it. A strength, a five by five back squat and a 15 minute AMRAP. 250 to 300 calories, right? This is one donut. So you cannot eat whatever you want and however much you want just because you do CrossFit. And that means just because you're doing intermittent fasting does not mean you could have three boxes of pizza every night. It's not going to go in your favor, I can assure you. So um, this is another reason I don't like intermittent fasting is because, especially for CrossFitters, is because it cultivates binge eating and overeating, especially in the evening evenings. And if you didn't overeat during the week, at those nighttime intermittent fasting windows, you're definitely going to be overeating during the weekend. It's going to catch up to your body and it's not going to be good. And then you're in this more extended binge eating cycle where you undereat during the week, overeat the weekend, undereat during the week, overeat the weekend. We need to get out of this cycle, right? So this is the third reason I would say. Number one was it's very hard to get enough protein and protein is one of the most important macronutrients, the most important macronutrient for CrossFitters. And it's hard to get enough if you're intermittent fasting. Number two, you just can really under eat on micronutrients, sodium, potassium, vitamin B12, B6, folate, you name it, right? It's very hard to get in enough of these micronutrients. And number three, overeating and binging at nighttime on hyper palatable, high calorie foods that can uh, negatively affect body composition, right? So that is uh, the third reason. The fourth reason is that there are um, not a lot of studies on this for women, right? And a lot of our community, our CrossFit community, are CrossFit women. You guys want to crush it. You want to build strength. You want to build muscle. You want to look lean. You want to look like you CrossFit. You want to get your first total bar. You want to get your first pull-up. You want to get your first muscle-up. You want to crush it in the open. And you're trying to lose body fat also, right? There are not a lot of studies for women that are intermittent fasting. I could tell you what I know about some of the studies that have been reported on and that I've read, right? The first is that it can actually be very detrimental to female hormone health if you're premenopausal, 20 to 40 years old. It can be detrimental to hormone health. Not beneficial, detrimental to hormone health in females from 20 to 40 years old right? Science is not conclusive. Ongoing studies are happening, but that's not good that the studies that have been reported on have shown that it's not beneficial for female hormone and reproductive health from ages 20 to 40. 
premenopausal women, right? There are some studies that show that intermittent fasting could potentially be beneficial to help establish calorie deficit for women that are postmenopausal, but not, not peri, not, not in menopause, postmenopausal women. Now, keep in mind, postmenopausal women are usually above the age of 50, 50s, 60s, 70s. And in this particular case, you're at risk in, in this age group, you're at risk for osteoporosis, bone loss, and muscle loss, sarcopenia. So you want to take a risk on intermittent fasting and not getting in enough protein requirements? Not a good idea, especially if you're at risk for sarcopenia as you age and losing muscle. Muscle is the fountain of youth. It is the fountain of youth. As CrossFitters, we need it. We need lots of it, and we need to repair it. So I don't think you want to take any risks uh, at the age of 50, 60, 70, doing intermittent fasting, not getting in your protein requirements when multitudes of studies show that you should be increasing your protein amounts as you age, and intermittent fasting makes that even more increasingly difficult. So even though there are some studies that show that intermittent fasting can be good for fat loss for postmenopausal women, you're going to want to be careful with this, right? So to recap, um, there are not many studies that show uh, women and intermittent fasting, the ones that do show detrimental and potential detrimental health, hormonal health, and reproductive health outcomes for women in the ages of 20 to 40. So there you go. So I would not recommend this, not just for CrossFitters, but especially women that are doing CrossFit. I would not recommend intermittent fasting, right? So the other thing is, you know, look, some of us are wad doing our workouts in the morning. Our wad is 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. Hoo-hoo for those 5 a.m., 6 a.m.ers getting up. I used to do it, but I'll tell you what, I probably couldn't go back to doing it. it once you get out of it, like, you're done. Like, you go at 5 a.m. and you find a consistent routine with this, and then you stop going at 5 a.m., boy, it's hard to go. Um, anyways your 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. people, this means you're not getting anything prior to your workout or even 9 a.m. people, 12, 12 o'clock. You guys might be going fasted into these workouts. And this is not good, guys. One of the things that we highly recommend here at CBG for our clients is a pre-wide snack. And then we ask our clients, what was your wide energy today on a scale of 1 to 10, right? And usually when they have a pre-wide snack, banana, protein bar, protein cereal, right? Rice-based cereals with low fiber, uh, something of, of this, um, of these food categories, their watt energy is usually two to three points higher, right? Two to three points higher. So that means that having this drastically improves energy. So do you want to risk that and do intermittent fasting and not have energy for your workouts and not feeling like you're building strength or getting stronger or getting that first pull up? I don't think so. So intermittent fasting could be really, really detrimental to those early morning CrossFit people, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine a.m. You're going to want to look out for this. Are you performing better when you have actual food prior? Most people do. We found this in our program with our one-on-one -on -one clients, right? So it's very difficult and you want to make sure that uh, you're not... Um, you know, you're not feeling like you can't even go work out with intensity because then what's the point? What's the point if you have no intensity in your workouts? It doesn't really make a lot of sense, right? So why would you not eat enough or not eat anything and then continue to repeat this just to lose weight? 
right? It doesn't make sense. So those are some of the pros. Those are some of the cons of the intermittent fasting, right? So to recap the pros, uh, number one, it could be beneficial for people with busy schedules, right? So that's number one, right? Um, number two, it's better than food elimination diets out there, right? With intermittent fasting, typically uh, it's encouraged to, uh, you know, expand the flu food flexibility a bit, which is a good thing, right? We encourage food flexibility here at CBG. You're not going to be eating rice and tomatoes and chicken, right? And broccoli and spinach all the time, right? There's a lot of food flexibility. Intermittent fasting cultivates food flexibility, which is good. So that's the second pro, right? I said in the beginning of, uh, of the, the podcast that I did a podcast maybe about a year ago on the 10 diets ranked, 10 being the worst diet, one being the best, and intermittent fasting was somewhere in the middle. So there's not all bad things. Now for CrossFitters, I don't like it because it's very hard to get in enough protein. Protein's the number one macronutrient for CrossFitters. Number two, it's very easy to not get in the micronutrient requirements. That's not good because micronutrients are a huge component of our heart health, of our overall health, of our immune function and uh, support. So we need it. Number three, it's very easy to overeat on intermittent fasting, right? And therefore start a binge eating and cultivating a binge eating overeating cycle, right? Which a lot of people can't get out of, which in turn could go and further exacerbate itself into eating disorders, which has been shown. Um, so you want to watch out for that. And then uh, hormone health is... Um, you know, usually not good in women that are intermittent fasting, hormone health and reproductive health. Studies have shown that this is not good. And the final thing is that for our morning AMers, I wouldn't be intermittent fasting, especially if you need to get that wad energy up and have something before you work out. All right. So guys, I hope this um, encompasses my view and opinion on intermittent fasting for CrossFitters. It has some upsides, but a lot, a lot of downsides. I wouldn't recommend it for any of the clients here at CBG. If you do have any other questions about intermittent fasting, feel free. Shoot me a message. We can go through it. You guys know where to find me. I'm live on YouTube right now. I'm on the Facebook group. But if you find us at CBG underscore online underscore nutrition on Instagram, or you can find our Facebook group, The Wad Nutritionist. All right. So for those of you that don't know me, I am Justin. I am The Wad Nutritionist, and we help... CrossFitters at TBG look, perform, and feel confident without tracking macros. That's what we're known for in the CrossFit community around the world. And if you're looking for more assistance and quit playing the guessing games in 2023 and quit the guesswork and you just want real results, go ahead and DM me the word results or comment below with the word results and me or one of my team members will reach out to you. Wild Nutritionist out.